Get ready for non-stop action. Get ready for non-stop excitement. They're doing the job possibly nobody wants. Watching every canon film and analyzing them. To death. Frank Garcia Hale. Jeff Garlock in The Canon Canon. Weather outside is frightful. Dum de dum de Let it snow, Jesus Christ, goddamn, Jesus Christ, goddamn. Peace on earth. <laughs> Welcome to the Canon Canon. My name is Jeff Garlock. And I'm Frank Garcia. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Hail. And almost Yippee Taye, motherfucker. <laughs> Which was a variation they played with what? at one point. Yippee yeah. Taye? Oh, Yippee I guess because of the... Taye. The right, yeah. Wait. Uh, yeah, they tried out a couple variations with that one. Huh. There's also apparently, now I'm just like looking for it, there was a... There's like a... I think the the line in Urdu is, here, eat this, or something like that. I, I mean, that, that works. <laughs> I mean, that works, people, just like this fucking movie. Here, eat this. <laughs> people, this is the I will kid. not eat it, McLean. <laughs> John McLean. Cowboy, I shall not eat it. <laughs> Uh, Clay. Clay. My name is uh, Clay. Oh, oh please. God, please don't shout. Please don't shout. This is the Canon Canon. We are the podcast that talks about Canon films and all of their amazing outputs. And uh, we also uh, like to celebrate the holidays. And we like to celebrate the holidays sometimes with not a Canon movie because uh, we realized look, I'm going to pull the curtain back. It's the second. Oh, wait, wait, wait! Hold on, hold on! Oh, it's no, no, no. all the way back. It's caught on something. Oh Let no! It got get, caught on my let foot. Let me get it's that. A... All right, there we go. <laughs> you really got to update this curtain. Oh man, I got you know. That's what I we do. Me- we update curtains. I keep meaning to update my curtain. <laughs> I wrote out a memory of the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's the second week of November, but we like to. I mean, look. <laughs> here's the thing. I actually think it's not crazy to be recording this episode. This early in November, because I don't know about your neighborhood. Oh, my God. People are world. have lost it this year. Uh, they like, were doing it before. Uh, there were a couple of houses in our neighborhood, like literally the week of Halloween. Yeah. They had their He's, shit up because they were like defiant. They're like, yeah. I don't give a shit. Day after Halloween, there Halloween, was full blow ups and lights and trees in the elf, like Buddy the Elf blow up. I, I have seen more Christmas trees up. This or like than I've ever seen, like in houses as I go for a run, completely defiantly. decorated, defiantly. We are not even close to Thanksgiving. We are no. kind of close, but no, 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 people. But... Uh, so, but we also realized we needed to get one up on our Patreon and yeah. do our crazy scheduling, and so we got the joy to be able to watch what is unequivocally regarded as and without people complaining about it online and being weird about this as a concept uh because you know everyone online is very sane uh the the christmas movie the ultimate christmas movie and there is no dispute about this from anyone online both ways and this is of course sarcasm because for some reason this becomes a weird conversation 
every I, year. I fell victim to it years ago. I made a video about it, and then afterwards, I was like, who gives a shit? That is, I mean, all, again, we've said it before on the Canon Canon. Almost every argument can ultimately be summed up with who gives a shit slash why do you care? Like, yeah. But to it's us, to be yeah. difficult. Everyone just wants to be difficult all the time. <laughs> that being said, it is a Christmas movie. Obviously. That being said, this is a Christmas movie because, of course, we are watching 1988's Die Hard. It had to Die be. Hard. I mean, we've been living free and we wanted to die harder. Yeah. So <laughs> we wanted to have a vengeance. Uh, yeah. We, uh, look, uh, we we had to cover Die Hard eventually. We had to. I, yeah, you know what? But we did cover, <clears throat> Jeff, there were moments where I'm like, I swear we've talked about this. And we did because we did a holiday spectacular. Yes. Uh, one year where it was included in the conversation of, course. of other. Uh, movies, but never the full-on canon canon treatment. Which I was no. shot. I was hoping this wasn't a Rambo First Blood Part Two. Right. I, <laughs> I tell you what, Jeff. I mean, when I was writing down my notes, I was like, "This feels awfully familiar." So I had to kind of search through my notes to make sure. Yeah, I didn't uh, write this before, and I had to look through our feed too because uh, it look, felt very familiar. Me thinks. <laughs> And again, uh, this we have said it before. You know, go to patreon.com slash the candy can and support us as we're on this journey and on this journey where we're seeing where we go with this journey. And I'm going to lay <laughs> out our next, uh, you know, uh, couple weeks, episode, months, whatever it is to see where we go here. But, but you know, it, it, because we're, we're, we're really in the weird parts of, I mean, I got to say, I'm appreciating. I didn't look at the numbers today, and I really got to stop looking at numbers. Numbers are just a way to self-flagellate <laughs> myself. Although I feel like I do stand behind. I feel like people uh, have been enjoying the Canon Canon lately a little bit more than uh, for a period, uh, which is nice. <laughs> and I I think, uh, you know, with look, we're, uh, we said it. We're in the period where we're watching Cohen Bananas <laughs> upon Austin Trunick's recommendation. Yeah. Uh, and... It ends up being, and I'm glad that the handful of people I've seen so far, and I'm sure there are others, have agreed that our episode on Going Bananas is one of the funniest and silliest episodes we have ever done. We because we went it. bananas because we went bananas, and people are also letting us know did not bother watching the movie slash yep. started watching it for 20 minutes and, <laughs> and they were like, the I can't out. do this, I can't do. This. And I get that, and so I mean, this is what we're going through here, people. I, I mean, uh, we, uh, we, yeah, we have done some wild rides lately. Uh, uh, so why not go watch? on the ultimate wild ride? Let's go on the ultimate wild ride and give us all a little bit of a holiday gift to watch <laughs> the, uh, I mean, arguably, I, 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 you don't want to say best in this world anymore because there's just so much because it's and there's so many variations and i go back and forth every day but i mean arguably one of the best if not the best just action movies to ever exist brother it's in top five for sure easily i think one well i know that's hard because like immediately my knee jerk is it is the best one i know but then but then I think about it, and I'm like, oh, but that you know, even from some of these people who are involved yeah. with this, where you're like, that there's some pretty uh, top tier oh, action fucking oh, okay. here. Yeah. Commando, <laughs> Predator. I mean, come Jesus, on. come on, Jesus people. Christ. But let's get real here. Look, I it 
I would imagine if you've been listening to the Canon Canon, or if this is your first time coming in, then welcome. Uh, and we'll find the way to talk about Canon in relation to this. I would love oh, to. Oh yeah, figure oh out. yeah. There's definitely connections. Yeah. Yeah, and I would like. There's also yeah. There's some actors in there too where it's like, wait, did I see them in a Canon movie? Re- and like, we've uh, talked about this where like they've reused. I can't remember exactly which movie, but they. Oh, there was one movie we watched where they literally used pretty much all the same of the quote unquote terrorists. Right, uh, the robbers in this movie. Yes, the henchmen. Uh, and let us know when we when we throw out these. We know we talked about this. Let us know what we were talking about. Usually, I'm looking at you, BNS, about movies. I know you're the best about that. I know. Look, you got. We got bad memories. We are the. I mean, it's I got amazing. COVID are, fog uh, mixed with uh, smoking it away. Come on, yeah, man. Uh, we are. We are adults. Um, but yeah, I mean, this movie. I, I, I you got to come in this episode knowing the Cannon Bros are going to love this movie. Yes. Uh it is uh, a cream jeans fest watching it nonstop. Mm-hmm. Uh I fully erect the full time. Fully erect the minute the minute the second that plane noise comes across at the beginning my penis goes hard as I a just, rock. Yeah. It it knows what's coming. Sequoia. It just a patong and you also know again we said it but we we stand behind this is a fucking christmas movie because i personally frank i frank is the nicer one of the two of us and more lenient <laughs> in the world i i don't really watch that many christmas movies per se. i don't have like ones i need to watch like christmas story maybe i'll see it but like because yeah. i don't have the 24 hour a day tbs, TBS station yeah. on it's possible I won't. I only think my wife really even likes that movie. Yeah. I don't think I've ever Mine seen doesn't. It's a Wonderful Life all the way through. I don't really? think. Really? Yeah, I just you like. You should at least once. I know. And I, but whenever I start it, I'm like, I think I have watched it. Or I've watched enough sketch comedy about it to know the <laughs> right, collection. You get the gist, yeah. And you it's hard. It's notes. like. It probably is a Sunset Boulevard situation where you like <laughs> think you know Sunset Boulevard because of sketch comedy, comedy, and like Tiny Toons, Sepulveda right. Boulevard. But then you watch it and you're like, oh, this is an infinitely better movie than sketch comedy gave this yeah. credit for. Did you see um, it finally? Yeah, it's great. It's unbelievable. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah. It's It holds up so well. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it when finally Clements, uh, Sean Clements covered it on the Subtitles On podcast, which is Oh, a got it. Yeah. Podcast. It took Sean Clements, not me. I got yeah. it. Yeah. Um, look, uh, some people uh, can sway us. You are never one of them, Frank. Uh, I mean, joking. Sean could sell a ketchup popsicle <laughs> to somebody in white gloves. Uh, but yeah, it is. Uh, uh, I mean, it, look, it, I, I just don't have a lot. I Weirdly now, I think actually the Santa Chronicles has probably become the oh, most repeated fuck, one. Fuck, I love Santa Chronicles. Yeah. It's I mean, so it's good. Just, it's so I mean, fun. it's like fucking how what what is the better way than to like have a movie that my kid wants to watch yes and that also i'm like oh i get to stare at kurt russell be kurt like yeah man kurt russell sing then, with like little stevie in the east street band yeah, kind of man in He's the a sexy stana man and he, he man like i mean that dude that movie i love that movie because it feels like a 90s like uh <laughs> like uh hughes film you know like yes. i really do i love the it feels like adventures in babysitting yes it's it a lot does. of 90s like uh comedy action slash yeah. holiday i love it 
in spite of the child actors in it, honestly. And like I'll say as a guy like most statements. movies. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they're act- just like they're actor. really acting up a storm in that movie. But Kurt Russell is just beautiful. Um yeah. but yeah, this is uh uh, before even the argument, this has been me and my wife's go-to holiday. Like we usually watch it Us on Christmas. Too. Yeah, it's yeah. just like this is what I want to watch. I mean, there's a reason we've been doing this podcast together for years. It's because this is what I care about. Well, because uh, I last night I was like, oh, I, I got to watch Die Hard, and she's like, put it on. Like that was yeah. the first time ever excited, being like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, it's great, man. And it's like, and it's also nice because I didn't feel as much stress. Not that I ever have stress about writing notes. But I was like, even if I miss a section, yeah, you'll remember through conversation. I think I remember most of it because it's also, you know, so for me, like this is, I think I would imagine for you too, like this is a, this is a movie that unquestionably I've been watching since I was a child. Absolutely. Family favorite. Yeah. Pretty much every year. Bought the VHS at Costco. Like it's ah. very weather beaten. Like yeah. the cover, it's because I didn't seen. have the VHS, but I rented it a lot, and it was also showing on cable, like all the time. It was on cable, and it uh, and and but it fell in the category that I think I've said before, where for some reason, uh, I wouldn't say like my family was necessarily stingy. It was like you know my my mom would always say, "Your dad will give you whatever you want as long as you if you ask him for it." <laughs> like, and I never wanted to ask, but. <laughs> For some reason, Costco was like an open cart. I don't know why. But I think it's just because the way Costco... the savings, Jeff! I mean, that's the thing. The savings trick you. So I would just dump any VHS in there. <laughs> like, uh, but, in, but because they also had fucking... I mean, Batman. Like, yes. Like, you know, no, I own so, that. And yes. Batman Returns. Oh, except I got Batman Returns from McDonald's. Of course. remember they would do that thing where they would uh, have VHSs for like... One of the best price if you buy yeah a meal or whatever. The first batch we've talked about it probably before I believe was uh, Mr. Mom, right? Uh, 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 Hoosiers (laughs) 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 and batteries not included, (laughs) but definitely was like strong push for Hoosiers, and I that's where I got my copy of Mr. Mom, and then yeah, the Batman Returns selection, and it was a great deal. I mean, come on, forget about it. Um, But yeah, I mean, uh, for me too. This was one of the movies that's like Cobra where my brother saw it because he's eight years older than I am. Mm-hmm. So 88, I would have been 10. He's already fucking 18, like, or, or you 16. know, 18. Because yeah. he's eight years oh, yeah. older. So he's already like in college right. <laughs> yeah, telling me movies. So he's describing, I, I remember him describing the ho, ho, ho. Now I have a machine gun part, like in detail, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, "Thank you for this." <laughs> he's like, "It is awesome," like same as he did with Cobra. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, I can't even count how many times I've watched it. And then it also became a movie that, like, me and my best friend Eric McManus, went, like, and then also uh, Jay uh, from Orkin Panther, like, we would ju- and my buddy Jesse, we would watch it. All the time. Mm-hmm. And so it's also, I would say Die Hard is up there and maybe more so with my best friend than my wife, but my wife is up there in, in like Seinfeld level 
repeating of lines mm-hmm. that have also been morphed over the years where like sometimes oh, yeah. the scene will come up and I'm like, wow, I really put some old English on that one. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, added a couple of lines, extra uh, stank on it. Yeah. yeah, like that whole beginning that I had there, like we always, my, my buddy will drunkenly text me, Carl the Powell singing where they're at sad <laughs> Christ, goddamn Jesus Christ <laughs> like he always cuts it off way too quick uh, but yeah there's just so many lines that have become part of random day to day life of talking to my wife and my best friend <laughs> and so it's just ingrained in me it's a, but it, it is such a joy always to watch it and every time I travel I take that guy's advice at the beginning. I mean, it works, baby. It works. It works. I mean, also, I shower, too, because I feel like yes, disgusting of getting disgusting. off that oh, plane. I can't fathom how disgusting I feel when I get off a plane. Like, Ugh. every time. Like, every, I could shower right before. film the, the, on just, me. I feel like I can peel it off. And if people don't feel that way, what are you doing? Give me some advice, because fist with your toes works. Yeah. And peeling it off, I can't get it to peel all the way off. Uh <laughs> I will say too, and now that I live here, and I don't, I don't know if we've ever talked. If you've ever gone, have you ever gone to Nakatomi Plaza? No, I mean Century City's not that far from me, um, and I know during the strike, sometimes they would do some of the picketing at the Fox, uh, yeah, place in Culver City. But I, 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 I keep thinking about it, and I heard people, other people say like they've been there. And I'm I sure mean, during Christmas time, a lot of people are going to be around there. Well, but that's the thing. Like, one, I've been now probably two or three times uh, since we moved here. And I would say legitimately it's worth it in that, like, one, it actually, whenever we've gone, there's no one there. Like, it's, like, surprisingly no one there. It's it's I would say it's the number one most satisfying shooting location to walk up to because it doesn't feel it feels slightly uncanny valley but like it feels like you're at nakatomi plaza like wow the circle driveway you drive you can drive through it and not you can't park there but you'll just park on the side you can see where his car comes off like but also last time i went my kid had to go to the bathroom so then i was like okay and Chris, like, go see if you can use it. And they let me use it. And you're and like, feels... I hope the guy doesn't look like Randy yes. Travis. <laughs> it feels like you're walking in there, man. Amazing. It feels like he's telling you that he's got 20 bucks bet on them assholes. <laughs> uh, uh, and it's laid out basically the same. Uh, uh, and, and yeah, it's just like there's a reason why when the screenwriter started writing it and then they knew he was shooting there and he went there and he was just like, oh, I'm going to write scenes to this because it looks how it is in the movie like it's not uh look i'll I'll say even the michael myers house feels just sometimes a little like where i'm like i love going there i go there all the time and it's still you're like they moved the house and it's a different color and it feels like we're you know trying trying a little harder than it actually works uh I want you to go. I want to see if you, because it's just it's. I think it's surprisingly satisfying, and you're like, oh, where is it? If you just depending on what angle you come up, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, there it is. There it is in the distance. It feels like I'm in either Powell's 
black and white or I'm yeah. in Hans Gruber's terrorist truck. <laughs> like, Let's talk about, I mean, we talk about this all the time, the Tony Scott filter of L.A. Oh, baby. But this movie especially is when I think of L.A. and that golden hour, like that kind of like, or is it golden hour? What's the technical term for it? When I it's think like, that's, uh, yeah, I, I think it's a pollution well, haze. Yeah, well, whatever it is, <laughs> sometimes L.A. has a gorgeous skyline, but it also does this thing when anytime I'm like driving down the highway, and the sun is going down, and it has that like tent mm-hmm. that's just surrounding. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm in, I'm in, uh, you know, that Tony Scott L.A. I'm in Die Hard L.A. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jan Debon. I mean, the cinematographer. Man, yeah. I mean, truly, he's just like the fact that look, he's cinematographer on like Cujo, Die Hard, Hunt for Red October, Lethal yep. Weapon Three, Basic Instinct, and then. I mean, it's almost a cliche that the pitching became, oh, Hollywood's just going to be, it's Die Hard on a blank. But Jan DeBont, who shoots Die Hard, is like, yeah, I'll make Die Hard on a bus, (laughs) speed, and then I'll kind of make Die Hard on a tornado. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it isn't really. Twister's weirder than you imagine sometimes. It really is. I mean, but you don't remember the cow going through the building? Here's the thing with twist. Yes, I mean I do, and that they're uh, trying to get negotiable bearer bonds uh, that are spinning in, <laughs> in the tornado. inside the tornado. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say this about Twister: never saw it until this year. What? That's one Jeff, that was like I know. No way, but Jeff, the yeah. Twister was my first date movie. Wow, my first double date movie. And my dumbass, guess what I dressed? Uh, how I dressed to this double date? I mean. Kind what shirt do you hell. think I was wearing? Smashing pumpkins? And, yeah, but which particular <laughs> shirt? Oh. Side Famous uh, shares uh, uh, with a, a skateboarding brand. Oh, wait. Which one would this be? Zero. My zero Oh, that shirt. one. I forgot. I forgot. Oh, my God. Frank. <laughs> yeah, you set yourself up from failure early. Just yeah, like so I I sure mean. enough, <laughs> the date did not go well. But buddy, did I love? Also, I was rocking out to that Van Halen song, "Human." Oh Being. my god! Oh, Look, brother! Shout out to my co-host on One Hundred Eight Point Nine, The Hawk. Twister is Jason Gore's favorite movie. He references it all the time. But he Dolls, truly, "Long Way Down," great song. Yeah, he loves that song. I mean, it comes up. So I finally watched it just because he. I was like, yeah, I just somehow. It's one of those random ones. It just never. Ha- and even my wife was like, "You've never watched Twister?" I was like, "I don't know." It just yeah. It just missed my boat for some reason. I don't know. It's fun. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Yad Bond. I mean, I mean, this is it is just a freaking powerhouse. Uh, I mean, it, even the fact that he did Turkish Delight, Paul Verhoeven's <laughs> right. early stuff. Like, mm-hmm. but then you know, I mean, we'll get into it with our facts, which we probably should do. But it is just like the look of Yad Bond mixed with. John McTiernan's eye for just Absolutely. that, just the vibe of everything is just, and also, look, I hate him when he's with Metallica, <laughs> but I got, <laughs> you do? I really dislike the Michael Kamen S. Michael Kamen. <laughs> S- <Michael laughs> she was only 16 years old, Metallica. Um, <laughs> But yes, I hate I hate the symphonic S and M album. Oh, uh, that look okay. I'll I'll give you some of it. Some of it, yes, it is a bit like nah, it's not for me. But 
the the arrangement he did for nothing else matters. That one is there. It's not that, that it's is across the board, but I the mean, exception that he does and four leaf or was it four leaf clover? Which one? Oh uh, no, no leaf clover. Yeah, no leaf clover. My God, I like that song. Get out of here. It's not great. It, it's it, <laughs> it just fucking man. James is to go from it being to, to be yeah. in my mind such a great lyricist to then becoming like high school bad pun wordplay so mm. much so it drives me nuts but, but uh, this is the same band says uh i mean in this era my uh lifestyle uh dictates my, my death, death style. Style. determines my death style yeah rough sorry i haven't uh, listened to that but album as much <laughs> i think michael came and adds weird elements to that overwrite uh on parts that are like already stand out in the metallica songs like he's not listening but <laughs> In this, it's amazing. It is just it's like so good. the the it's like it it's like weirdly not overbearing, but in your face the whole time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yes. it's not overly symphonic, but it's like you couldn't imagine you you don't notice how many little moments happen in there. Yeah, and I'm not just talking about that little boing noise when <laughs> when fucking John McClane sees the tit the 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 center bolts for the so second funny. time. <laughs> So and funny. I love that he kisses his hand and went, yeah, <laughs> like he's that was definitely by. an ad lib on set. Oh, Bruce. I know. But by it the helps, way, oh, just okay. to go, just to say, and then give me your. By the way, just like there is, I do. I am one of those people that stands behind. Like this is pretty close to like, even with it being so many writers and Bruce Willis improvising, it somehow works out to be this kind of perfect script that leads into this and this, and yeah. actually is one of the better choreographed movies and that you actually can understand how the building works yeah which is so hard it's as you amazing. and i both know writing these kind yeah. of things i i am trying desperately to finish writing this haunted house book and i cannot keep track of how my house works then <laughs> like, uh draw it out asshole i keep trying and then i'll <laughs> lose something with some dumb idea and i'm like i'm an idiot <laughs> i know Jesus that Christ. it's so hard with with like geography uh, i have a script like that too where i'm like wait what a, and it, it yeah it's it's, it's a, nightmare. a nightmare to keep track of and then be like yeah. wait but if they go there then this means yeah <laughs> it's a, it's a whole thing no i was gonna say by the way moonlighting is now on hulu i'm excited and i i uh, i was re-watching it last night and i gotta say i mean i still love the show but oh boy here we go but Frank uh, get ready for Hale this, okay <laughs> everybody buckle in for my hot take if there's no. one thing the world's been waiting for is a hot take on moonlighting. Moonlighting. No, I no, but the thing is, is it's just the same thing of like the 80s smart ass, smart aleck, sexist like dude. Like it just it it, it doesn't age well. And that doesn't yeah. mean from like a I don't mean this in a very like uh in the pejorative term of woke or anything like that. It's like it's not it's not in that that being like, I can't believe he's doing or saying right. it. It's just more of like annoying. Yes. It's just that annoying. That ends up happening more. You do have those moments where you're just like, ugh, just tired. It's exhausting. Now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard because it's like he, it's like, did he break the mold or create the mold? You know what I'm saying? Bruce Willis. Like, I mean, he, he definitely s- added that dimension to the action star where they also had to be kind of funny too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, it, but that also, I did like 
This one is fun where you like you question some of the facts because they're IMDb, but it is like, oh, right. I never completely thought that way. Like if the concept that like he was shooting moonlighting during the day <sighs> and they only had night. So he's doing double duty. But that also meant, all right, we're going to beef up the other characters. That like, That's one of those happenstances of just they're trying to yep. save money. Out of necessity, and, and it worked. It worked so well because that's why this – like beyond beyond uh, uh, the geography, you also know all of the secondary characters better than most movies, and they become yes. primaries. And they're, they're so well-written characters. Like everybody has a very distinct voice, yeah. want, execution, like Every single, even all the henchmen, which usually henchmen can be like, whatever, dime a dozen, just kill yeah. them off and whatever. But every single one of these henchmen has, even if they don't say anything, yeah, their look, literally their look gives you a whole like Even backstory. if they're Vigo the Carpathian. <laughs> yes, exactly. Being real happy that he saw those, that lady half naked who's having oh, sex in the yeah. office. He's like, ha, ha, like yeah. hey. All right. Dave Mustaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy Man. definitely I, looks like Dave Mustaine. They got Randy yeah. Travis, Dave yep. Mustaine. Yep. Uh, he's, well, he's Dave Mustaine mixed with Fabio. He's like... Uh, <laughs> The, and there's uh, uh, Jazz Coleman from Killing Joke, who I'm yes. so shocked it's not the guy who's uh, like Stallone's like writing part or like friend yeah. who's in Cobra. Um, uh, yeah, and then of course uh, uh, Vigo the Carpathian. Shuck, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, I always think of him as Lion Hair, uh, as Lion O. He's the blonde one who's yes. like he's, he sends Marco to the room, right? Which Look, I'll say this too. We just said it's a perfect script. We'll have a couple moments where I'm like, that part is like, why would you send? Why would Han send Marco if Marco's the only one with the the fuses and the C4? It just seems like bad plan. But I'm gonna give him. He's flustered. He didn't expect to have a fly in his ointment named John McClane. That's right. (laughs) Bad guys beware. (laughs) All right, let's do some facts so we can really just babble about this movie. Uh, Yeah, I will say, like, uh, I mean, there's so many facts on this. Like, if you go to IMDb, there's a shit ton. But also, I was saying to Jeff earlier, I was re-watching the uh, movies that made us uh, mm-hmm. on Netflix documentary series uh, that Adam Goldberg did. And yeah. I think uh, the Die Hard one is particularly really great. great. So Look, check it, that out. We've said it before about Canon Canon episodes. When it's about like a Canon film that like maybe Austin has written a chapter on and that's about it. Like maybe BNS about movies has done like one like article about it. We might like our facts will still be wrong, but we will be a little bit more of like here's like fact, fact, info, trivia, etc. Yeah, this this is one of those like been covered so much. It's a little yeah. bit more of like we'll have those, but our it's this is this we'll is just the talk, Cannon yeah. Bros gut. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So this came out uh, according to Wikipedia, July fifteenth, nineteen eighty eight, or on IMDb, July twentieth. I'm sure it was limited and then uh, wide. So uh, the budget was 25 to 35 million. There's Hollywood uh, accounting for you. Uh, The gross was 139.8 to 141.5 million dollars. So 
Huge, huge success. It did uh, a little directed, good. <laughs> yeah, directed by John McTiernan. We talked about that, Predator, Last Action Hero. Um, and written by Stephen E. D'Souza. If you're a fan of the Canon Canon, you're very familiar with Stephen yes, D'Souza. Yes, you are. Uh, just because of all the things that Stephen has written on. Of course, Commando, 48 Hours, Street Fighter, Hudson Hawk, The Running Man, uh, to name a few. And then uh, Jeb Stewart, uh, who also wrote on The Fugitive, Leviathan, another 48 hours lock up. And then we have the book's author that this movie is based off of, Roderick Thorpe, who wrote uh, the book Nothing Lasts Forever. Which and is I think just detective. to say, I think it's Nothing Lasts Forever by Roderick Thorpe is yeah. the book, which I haven't read yet. Of course, John Murray. I almost asked John to come on this one, but our schedules <laughs> were all over the place. Uh, and then I think, I could be wrong, I think Jeb wrote the first version and then, but like years ago, and yeah. at one point, and it was going to be it was right. a sequel to the detective, and they yes. had to ask Frank Sinatra. They had to, yeah. <laughs> that was in the contract that because he had played the character before, yeah. And it seems like Stephen E. D'Souza did like the good pass, like to make it yes. a little bit closer. Was where he's like, this guy gets comedy and action together, right? And then also they were like improvised. So. <laughs> well, the director, too, wanted to change it from terrorist in order to do it because yeah. Joel Silver kept uh, bugging him about it. And he I mean, it's good. It. it makes it less. Well, uh, that's he why it's, right. a, it's less weighted. Like the he minute, was right. like, uh, look, I do have a harder time watching some of the Rambos because you're like, oh, man, the politics get confused when you're just like, yeah, it's just a bunch of fucking opportunistic guys who want yeah. pair bonds. You're like, great. Okay. I don't have to be that bothered right now. <laughs> uh, we're okay, about- cool. A, a, a cop learns uh, to save the day by learning how to shoot his gun again. Great. Okay, there cool. You go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 1988. Uh, where do you think this landed? Not numero uno, baby. No. What? At and least I, domestically, it didn't. Oh, you son. That's how he throws me under the bus. <laughs> Guess uh, eight? It is in the top 10. Eight? Close. Seven. Okay. It was beat by Moonstruck. Or, sorry, it was it beat Moonstruck and was beat by Three Men and a Baby. Oh, well, I made What a time for movies, right? What a time right? for that, movies. But the top 10. <laughs> the top 10 were Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Coming to America, Good Morning Vietnam, Big, Crocodile Dundee 2, Three Men and a Baby, Die Hard, Moonstruck, Cocktail, and Beetlejuice. I mean, I would say good time uh, to release it so it pops a little bit. Like, because it's like it's the only yeah. action, like, in all of those. Like, that's a lot of kind of fun romps and, like... Summer blockbuster, yeah. Summer blockbusters. I mean, like, just because it's Christmas-themed Gremlins came out during the summer. Thank uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank hello. You. Another Christmas movie. <laughs> Batman Returns. Hello. <laughs> hello. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, this is... Uh, if you don't know... If you don't know what the summary of this movie is, what are you doing? Like, why would you listen to the Canon Canon and not have watched Die Hard? If Some that people is maybe case, only want to hear about it and just be like, yeah, I'll get it. I mean, you're being difficult if you watch Canon movies, you've never seen Die Hard. And I say this as someone <laughs> who is very difficult and has just watched Twister for the first time and Moonstruck for the first time this year. And, and I've never watched Titanic. Uh... So I only I watched Titanic in the theater, and I remember distinctly my buddy Jake being like, "I have to go to the bathroom so bad. This movie is so 
damn long and it's so boring. And then he left and he was so upset just because like uh what's her name got naked right when he Oh, left. Kate Winslet, yes. Yeah, and he was just like he's like the only thing maybe at this point I'd care about in this stupid movie. <laughs> and I'm like, I get it, man. I get it. This movie's driving me nuts how long it is. Um uh yeah, I but so it is uh it's it's I I when I was doing my notes I had to, I mean, my wife was like, are you going to have any? And I was like, I have so many. It's too many. I, I have to stop yeah. writing things at a certain point. Um, I will say I got worried when we first, when I first started watching it because that 20th century logo was so squished. Yeah. Like, the, I forget that they do some weird, at the beginning, there is some weird formatting things anyways. Yeah. Do you um, own it? I, so I have it on the VHS still. Right. Uh, so that's sitting in, in my office. And then I, I have a bad DVD. Same. Wait, does and it, then is I it, have the Is it the one that has iTunes. that terrible computer graphic of the helicopter flying <laughs> around the top of Nakatomi Plaza for the yeah. main screen? Oh, my God. It is... It's... It, yeah, I will say, too, that this was... I probably didn't realize that my hearing was starting to lose, but it, the first movie I watched with a sound bar that my wife got me and my landlord at the time lived next door and he was oh, like no. it's so goddamn loud can't oh, you hear that he started banging on the walls and i was like Yeesh, okay that there goes that fun of having yeah. a sound bar new york is not fun for uh having <laughs> yeah sound bars are actual not anything that yeah. would make your volume in a tv not <laughs> at tiny level well speaking um, of hearing loss uh bruce willis yeah suffered hearing loss that. yeah in the uh, one of the shootout scenes, he has yeah, three the quarters. The table one, yeah. He, oh, it's the table one. Okay, yeah. I mean, the gun is fucking close as hell to him. Yeah, he, he's really like pulling it back. That's one of those lines that me and my friend have over exaggerated. No more table. We just <laughs> always say that to each other. Um, yeah, he's got three quarter loss, and I think his left ear, and apparently has been wearing a hearing aid like hidden for a lot of years. Nobody knew. So mm. he's with me, baby. Like. Uh, you know, uh, and and again, shout out. We've said it before. Shout out to Bruce Willis. It's such yeah. a bummer, man. Like yeah. that. It, ugh. But he's also probably dealing with even more hearing loss right now. My left ear is humming like a crazy person right now. Like it's just so loud because the barometric pressure makes yeah. my tinnitus so much louder. Ugh. It sucks. Sorry. Um, it's all right. It's just it's a bummer to watch. Sorry, buddy. Sometimes. And I've been screaming in your ear this entire I, I'll time. Not stop. <laughs> um, look, I needed to watch 40 stories of sheer adventure. Uh, so I had to wear headphones sometimes. Uh, wait, I, I'll say this too. Just realizing with that tagline, there are so many scenes that I also will be like, oh, I remember that from the trailers. Yeah, me commercials. too. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the party, pal. That's yep. the, the main one I remember. Him jumping off with the the yep. fire hose attached to him in slow motion blow up. Yeah. Um, the pan-ins I, on Hans Gruber. Yeah. Yep. Uh, definitely Yippee-Ki-Yay cut off. Yep. <laughs> it, it wasn't one of the, the TV edits where he goes, Yippee-Ki-Yay, mother, father. There's mother, father, and then in Die Hard 2 is I used to talk about this with my buddy Brian Everson in elementary school, was yippee Mr. Falcon. Oh, Mr. Falcon, <laughs> that's what it was. 
Oh my, my god. god, I love it so much. Um uh but yeah, it is uh I mean, I uh, truly like the sound of the plane coming in makes me so happy. Me too. It it feels that's actually when I feel like the holidays are coming is when I hear that noise. Yeah. That's like I think hearing of, uh, a home Christmas alone carol. as well. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another. I mean, here's a crazy garlic. I don't know if I've ever watched Home Alone all the way through. What, Jeff? I, 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 I think it was like a little bit missed my my time, and I was already watching fucked up movies. Probably, dude. I mean, with Catherine O'Hara, that's who would bring me in. I mean, but we'll see if I ever. I'm sure my kid will want to watch it this year. You gotta do it. I'll say with my kid, I don't know if you've had this problem, because I know you definitely will sometimes show things. I'm like, oh, I haven't even shown that to Harry yet. Yeah. Uh, but he got very into Adam's family for Halloween. Yeah, my, my daughter's super into it. Yeah. So, like, we watched the cartoons, and yeah. I was going to show them too, but then I was like, all right, let's watch Adam's family and Adam's family values. And then kind of forgot Adam's family values as a fair amount of, like... You know, it's Joan Cusack as, like, a black widow, horny, like, maid. So, like, I definitely found a couple ways to be like, oh, man, I need you to throw this thing out for me. Yeah. Let me fast forward through this scene where he's talking about virginity in the graveyard. (laughs) Like, luckily, he didn't hear the, like, and it's not, like, it's that element I'm sure you have with being a parent where you're like, I truly don't care that much about having the conversation. I just don't want to have it right now. Yeah. Like tonight, literally. I don't want to be like, what's a virgin? Ugh, oh, man. A good ep- I mean, I, I showed my daughter the old, uh, the, the original TV show. I wanted to show them her too. Yeah. And, the, and the cartoons. That first movie is pretty good. That second one is real dog shit uh, of the animated films. It, the second one, I might have started looking at my phone a fair amount. Yeah. I like the first one. The second First one one's gets good. so up. It's it's just so com- like convoluted and like. Yeah. I mean, Nick Kroll's very funny as Uncle Fester. Yeah, it's a perfect just, casting. It's just for insanely that. Yeah. funny. Um, but uh, the good. But I showed her the old episodes, and a good one for kids is the Christmas episode. Okay. Where they're all trying to pretend to be Santa to uh, so the kids don't stop believing in Santa, and uh, that that's a good one. We were talking about your zero shirt, and you know maybe we shouldn't be doing this, but I certainly am not against teaching my son at an early age. Like the Adams are happy being different than other people. Yeah, like, is what he keeps repeating, and I'm like, yes, that's yes. their thing. It's not weird to be weird. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she also watched a little bit of the Netflix show too of Wednesday. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was at your school. Now we can get back to the holidays this holiday. But, like, there were – his class had three Wednesdays alone. Yeah. Like, in a row. Their they just too. In their parade. It was insane. Yeah. Um, uh, it was great. Uh, so, yeah. It is uh, – I mean, even the little – you get a shot of – the first shot is his hand, like, grabbing onto the airplane mm-hmm. and with a ring on the finger. So, you're like, okay, he's married. Let's see where this goes. Uh yeah, you get stewardess. They get this. I mean, I love any time that happens. I mean, that happens. I think in Commando too. Yeah. Uh, but when he gets the look of like, it might as well be the noise when he sees the centerfold. Boing. She's like, yeah, boing. Yeah, she is ready to go according to this movie. <laughs> um. Yeah, fist through their toes is great. 
I love it. Uh, I love that he still is able to be a dick to the guy giving him nice advice. Right? Yeah. Because he's like, nine years, trust me. He's like, I've been a cop for 11 years, trust me. <laughs> like, sort of thing. And then he proceeds to light up a cigarette with that. I was just thinking about how that bear is absorbing all Ugh. that smoke. All that He's going to be like, here you go, sweetheart. And it's just going to sm- reek of cigarettes. Lucy McLean is immediately <laughs> like, daddy, what's up with that cigarette smoke? Because she's got that, oh, playful lisp that she has. It's weird. I mean, the problem with Die Hard's, I'll say the series, and we could go quickly through it. I love Die Hard. Die Hard 2, even at the time, it just never completely clicked with me. It's clicked with me more as time has gone on. Yeah. But it it didn't completely. I remember seeing it with my mom and just both of us kind of being like, ah. Yeah. The other one was really great. And I love Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah, I do I too. mean, it's not Die Hard. It clearly was a different script. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's so fun. And my brain still hurts from trying to do that water puzzle. I never <laughs> figure it out. Um, and, and then is it live free or die hard? That was just live yeah. free and dog shit. Like it was just. I, it, was, like, I, it was fine. I mean, it was whatever. I, yeah. But it has the bummer of. We've talked about this. It's the problem when a series just goes too long is that it doesn't uh, you have to then if you've watched them work in your brain and it's fine. We're adults, but be like there is no hope for him and Holly being happy or for his parents like him. Like imagine that is what's her name from Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is Lucy McLean going, McLean, where's it at? <laughs> like mm-hmm. on the phone. And then that little kid is in the background is the one who he's going to like be helping out in Russia or whatever. Yeah, like, wait, who was that actor? Um, Oh, yeah. Not who Aaron is that? Taylor Johnson. Yeah, it was I a, think so. Uh, no, it's. Is it? Oh, I, I can't remember. remember. It's been so long. I just remember Mary Elizabeth Winstead because I adore her. Oh, wait uh, a second. I was thinking of that one. What's the one in the middle with Justin Long? That one was real, Doc. Whoa. The one that's Russian Holy was just shit. kind of depressing because you're just like, oh, like he's not a even the main A good day to kid. die hard is the one that, are yes. we thinking of a good day to die hard? No, yeah, a that, good day to die oh. hard is like, it has at least closer to action scenes and he's still like the main character. No, and that's the live- one with Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Jai Courtney as Jack McClain. Well, then what's the one where he's got, or does it have Justin Long? Is that one too? Where like uh, he's, they're on the bit, the like the overpass that collapses? That's Live Free and Die Hard. Okay. That's got Timothy Oliphant in it and Maggie Q. Yeah. Yes. Which Oliphant, maybe I would rewatch, but he felt like he was doing a redo of Jeremy Irons. <laughs> right. And that one, the last two say, but the last one is just sad. The last one's depressing. The last one is like the last Rambo. Well, they make him a like, superhero. Why? Yeah. Why'd you make it so sad? Like, 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 and let us enjoy that maybe him and Holly are going to get back together one more time. <laughs> I know. But, and Bonnie Bedelia, just incredible. She's so good. My wife loves to talk about her breasts in this movie. <laughs> like, truly. I have never watched this, watched Die Hard without my wife mentioning. Like, well, there they are. Like, because it is like how her character works is as it goes on. Yeah. John McClane's uh, uh, shirt gets dirtier and then slowly gets ripped off. And Holly Gennaro just keeps losing buttons. Mm-hmm. And she is just like 
busting out at the end when she's calling Hans uh, just uh, a bad a bad thief. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm an exceptional thief. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she's great in it. I mean, I think she's fantastic. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, this is our this is our entry point. It would have been a completely different movie with Schwarzenegger or oh, Stallone yeah. or the 50 other people they attach to it. James Caan, I could maybe see, but that yeah. still, I, it, it, uh, Bruce Willis just made everybody, all the elements of this, again, uh, making a movie is impossible. Yeah. And all the elements, there's so many. And then with somebody like Joel Silver, who is one of Hollywood's biggest assholes. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. Also, I, I love the character of Ellis because part of me likes to think that they created that character to make fun of Joel Silver. So, like, that's Joel Silver. I think so. And I think it's also, though, Joel Silver's friend. Like, he got written in. Oh, right. Yes. Because oh, that. my so God. So, it's like, it does feel like when you're, like, making fun of someone and they don't know. Exactly. He's like, that- now, this is the star. This guy gets it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hart Bachner is a great actor. Yes. Um, I'm trying to remember if we watched anything with him in it. We did but, recently. I forgot what it was, but I'm trying uh, to find it on here. But he definitely he's also in. Uh, I forgot he's in Terror Train. Yes. Um. Uh. But he's in uh, the Wildlife. Uh. Which is have you ever watched the Wildlife? Have we talked about no. that? It's like essentially like the spiritual sequel to Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh. And it's like, what if when they graduate, they all become like kind of dark and depressed? Me and John uh, Murray are obsessed with it. And the reason it's hard to still watch because it has music rights issues. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Van Halen does all of the incidental music work wow. in it. So it's amazing. Well, but like he plays a cop who's basically having sex with like a teenager, like oof. who's like, it's like, it's and Lee Ving is in it from Fear. Uh, uh, wildlife's great, man. We might have to watch it. He was in a lot of movies leaving yeah. at that time, yeah. He really went for it. But yeah, he's great. And, and Ellis, a lot of that was, I think, improvised. Yeah. Here's Will a be. question. Here's uh, that I just saw an IMDb trivia, and I'm not sure if I trust it. But it. Okay. I was like, never thought of it in this way. So when, yeah, when he says Hans Booby, which, yeah, they said apparently that is Alan Rickman being like, what does that mean? What does Booby mean? <laughs> yes. I'm not familiar with Yiddish. Um, <laughs> when he's like, Hans, booby, I can give them to you. When they bring him the Coke, yes. there's an IMD fact that says that he, they think that he was, the idea is he said, do you want anything? Give me some Coke. Yeah. And he meant cocaine because he's doing Coke. But they bring him I a think Coke. That's a- I don't know if I believe that, but I think it's a great little detail. Well, because I have always wondered why, why Coke? Ellis would ask for a Coke that has also got to be so hot. It is so, it, <laughs> yeah, it has flat. that pour where, yeah, yes. it's like big head into flat soda. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, all of the carbonation came out there because you got two <laughs> sips tops. Um, but he seems very satisfied when the Coca Cola comes out. So, I would imagine he has enough balls because very quickly he's like, Hans, this is radio, not television. Put the gun down, babe. Like he would immediately <laughs> have called out, where's my cocaine? Yeah. And it's hard to not do a Dennis Miller. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's very hard without babe. But he is so good. I, I mean, I, that actor's great. It is kill me what we saw him. I feel like he was in a cannon. 
Yeah, he, I thought he been? was. Are you God looking at his it. IMDb right now? Yeah, but I can't find it. That who it would be? Uh, uh, space? No, it's not. No, I don't. I feel like he just came up on us just <laughs> talking about life. Um, I guess so. Maybe. I, but I could have sworn we did. Whatever. We're we're taking up time. Just like. <laughs> trying but to just the out fact which... that I mean, you've got. There's so many assholes in this movie that, and we love all of the assholes. That's the other part too, of this movie, is you've got Hart as Harry Ellis, mm-hmm. Paul Gleason as Dwayne T. T- Robinson, uh-huh. Christ Powell. That's another line <laughs> me and my friends say to each other all the time. Uh, Apparently, did you see that IMDb trivia that Roger Ebert's like one of the only people who get this a negative re- review because yes. he didn't like Paul Gleason in this movie? He thought he was I mean, extraneous. Like, dude, like, come on. <laughs> My God. Uh, Johnson and Johnson. Yes. Uh, as as the FBI guys are, uh, you know, uh, including Robert Davi being amazing. Yes. Uh, uh, and then that other Johnson just showed up in Bad Influence, which I was psyched to see him in as a bartender. Because mm-hmm. even they don't like each other. But it's so funny when he's like, I was in high school, asshole. Or whatever yeah, that line I is. love that line. <laughs> and then, I mean, you know, you've got all the terrorists. I would say even uh, the boss, uh, Takagi, is kind of a dick. Like... He's got a little bit of that, like, swagger that drives you kind of nuts. And you're like, just give him the, co-, like, you know, and, 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 and even him covering up Ellis doing coke and being like, being like, it's uh, her husband. The yeah. policeman. The policeman, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, but, I mean, also, you have to be excited every time you see the boy show up. William Atherton, baby. That's right. Here's where also I love my wife. EPA's own. EPA's own. Exactly. The worst villain in movie history. The The Environmental Protection Agency. You built this without any kind of oversight, and now we have to shut you down. This fucking asshole. I mean, I got to say, I crazily, my go-to for William Atherton is always uh, Real Genius. Uh, uh, he's great yes. in real genius. Yeah, but I also I love one of the billion reasons I love my wife after all these years too is that she can't remember actors' names ever, and she always does like she gets Meryl Streep and Glenn Close mixed up. Like they might as well yeah. be the same person. I get it, but get it too. there'll be a handful of actors where out of nowhere she'll go, "That's William Atherton, right?" And I'm like, "Why is that the one you remember?" And There's she's just like, about "I don't know flow. where it happens." Yeah, yeah, William Atherton, uh, but he's great as the Thor- Richard Thornburg. It's uh, perfect as that character. Perfect. He's so good. I mean, even that, like he, he. I mean, there's so many. Now that I'm thinking about it, there's so many shitty people. In this movie. in this movie, yeah, it's like, it's all flawed people, all flawed, which is why it works because we're all no one's above the fray, people, as we know no. in therapy. Like Thornburg talking to his boss, who's being a dick to him about giving him a news van, and then the only way he does it, and we also our first introduction is him saying how he can get a reservation at Spago. Yes, <laughs> because <laughs> I'm friends with Wolfgang. I interviewed him last year, and then. <laughs> 
even Harvey is a dick, who's the yep. news anchor. Yep. <laughs> and then they're dicks to each other. <laughs> but then you also feel for him because he feel I feel so bad kind of for Harvey when they the the <laughs> author comes on. Yes, yes, yes. And he brings up and he calls it the Helsinki syndrome. <laughs> yes. And then they're like, well, uh <laughs> he corrects him and he like the look Stockholm he gives. Syndrome. Yeah. Uh, it is just such a good condescending look. But yeah. even that, the intercutting, because I think I read that, and, and it's like, what? This movie is also one of those movies where, like, you, you, you know it as you're watching it, but then, like, sometimes it takes, like, either reading that one line where you're like, oh, right, they're cutting on action in a different way than other movies did before this. And it does add to it. And even the fact that, like, they're talking about the, the Helsinki syndrome. And talk about how they'll form a bond, and then they cut back to dragging bodies, what I, which is awesome. I love the editing is uh, top notch in this, but also yeah. the camera movement. The camera is always moving, and when, especially when you, we introduce characters, there's a. I, I appreciate like once he lands and gets in the limo, like everything after that is just constantly moving, constantly introducing, constantly. It's it's really incredible because otherwise it would be so static, so boring. Yeah. But all the choices here, like I I, I love the direction and the cinematography and this and the choices to keep it like more active than say static. Yeah, and I do think that Dutch angles and all. Well, that. that's the thing. I think it speaks to Jan de Bon and McTiernan working well together in that it doesn't feel. Uh, and we love them for it, but like Argento, needlessly complicated in the movement and it doesn't feel what would become like mtv style like i'm exhausted i can't follow anything it it's just no it actually it's natural emphasizing movement yeah and doesn't feel like you 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 also like so honestly sometimes you can get motion sickness from mm-hmm. never stopping like the michael bay style like yeah. which is fun in bad boys too and for me that might be about it like I don't really want to watch the Michael Bay style most of the time, except for Bad Boys 2, because it's embraced how ridiculous it is. Yeah. But, like, I certainly don't want a camera swooping around Bumblebee for 20 minutes straight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, Argyle is amazing. Devereaux yeah. White. Uh, I, big shout out. One of my favorites is Theo, the computer guy. Uh, yes, Theo's awesome. Clarence Gilliard Jr. Uh who we one one I believe he's wizard in Top Gun. Uh, he's who replaces Goose oh. uh, in Maverick's plane. But at, we mostly would know him from Candy Kid for being Walker Texas Rangers sidekick, right? For hundreds of episodes. That's right. Just what a career! Thinking of the the Haley Joel Osment clip. Yeah, my God, I love it so much. Also, got to give a shout out to Al Al Leong. Uh, yes. Uh, Love him. I love that his name is Uli, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I love, I, I mean, he's, I, he's one of the greatest uh, uh, bad guy terrorist character actors. Yeah. Uh, it, it really is, they just like checked off every box. But the fact him, that like, he's got a sweet tooth. Yeah, he's got a sweet tooth. <laughs> him looking down like three times and kind of looking to see, yeah. like, is anyone going to judge me for grabbing so a Nestle good. Crunch? <laughs> um, uh, who is? I'm trying to find it, but his face looks different. 
who is did we watch a movie that is the the guard who has kind of the easiest job but is also the second to last to die is the southern guy um the randy uh, travis guy yeah the randy travis uh did we? I can't find what his character because he just does not look that way. Anyway, I think it might be Joseph Plua, maybe. Oh, he's in Roadhouse. I think uh, is maybe what I'm thinking about. I might have rewatched Roadhouse. <laughs> um. Uh. But yeah, just to say, I mean, I would say actually Theo has some of my favorite lines in the movie. Yeah. Uh. Like, I mean, me again, it's on the list of like, and the quarterback is toast. <laughs> we'll just say that to my best friend, apropos of nothing, all the time. Um, it doesn't feel sweaty when they explain things in this movie, too. Yeah. Like, they're explaining the hidden lock that can't be broken. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it kind of like makes sense because... You know, uh, Hans does look like lost in he's not completely paying attention. Mm-hmm. So it is like, hey, I got to remind you, but I'm also letting everyone know this has got to happen. Yeah. Um, His introduction, too, is so cool. Like the way the camera moves where he like he's talking about the game and then that guy shoots him and then he hops over the desk, kicks the guard yeah. down and gets on the computer. It's so slick. It's so good. I mean, and that's the thing to like, it would get kind of played out to death in years going on, but like, because if you think about it too much, you're like, wait, I we all love how cool everyone is, and especially how cool and smooth Theo is, but also, like, have you done this before in this specific way? Like, you're so I mean, like confident in it, but I love it. Like, you're just like, you have to practice if you're going to be doing a big job like this, Jeff. I get that is true that he probably worked on those those front kick bends for mm-hmm. a while. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I will say I another part I like about this movie that works is that one I think it is a smart move to like connect them to like the German August uh, movement and like the weather underground and various like terrorist groups like as a starting point and that they are clearly part of it, but that. They are just thieves now. Right. And that we never need... It doesn't matter who's funding it. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it It's does just classic cops and robbers. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that, and, and so when it does, like, okay, they're well-funded. They, they have planned out everything. Uh, everything is smooth. Like, even the truck going in and then the car oh, going to the front. Like, that, that shot, shot is so beautiful looking. So good. One goes up, one goes down, and the old guy's in the middle going, what do you want from me? It's like, good fellas. It's great. But, that constant <laughs> movement from that that entrance is just so, it's masterful. Love it. Speaking of dicks, too. So <laughs> the brothers. Uh, you know, of course, we've got Alexander Gudinov, who is Carl. Uh, who was he a dance? He was. He was a ballet dancer. Uh, oh. he, he was like Barishnikov, but he's also I know him from the Money Pit as well. He's great in the Money Pit. Oh, uh, he's also in Witness. He's also in Waxwork too. Uh, <laughs> but the Money Pit, he's really great in. But and then I don't know the actor who plays his brother. Uh, uh, I think it's uh, Andreas Wisnowski, maybe. But either way, one I'll say his brother 
is maybe the smartest one out of all of them wearing a full sweatsuit. Mm-hmm. You got to be comfortable, baby. I mean, if you're you going to be running be. around, <laughs> everyone else is in nice clothes. He's going down. like, nine, 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 because yeah. his brother is yes. uh, going in like a bull in a china shop. This is what I want to ask about. Because I do also appreciate... Yes. I do appreciate that uh, Hans makes like a Captain Planet style, like we have like terrorists from all over the place because you don't realize until you do subtitles when sometimes they'll just be like speaking French. And I'm yes. like, wait, what? Okay. <laughs> speaking Italian. And I was like, oh, I guess Marco is Italian, but his accent doesn't sound what he says. No more table, but yeah. kind of either way. So uh, sweatsuit is cutting the phone lines, right? Yes. And creating a false signal, I'm imagining, so that yes. it looks like to the telephone company that there's no problem. Exactly. What is Carl cutting with the chainsaw cross? Was he not supposed to be doing that? I think he was supposed to do that, but he was supposed to give his brother time to reroute it. What do you think's in there? I thought it was more cables to... Is that phone cables? I I don't know what that is to be honest. Yeah, I, just I mean, like that scene. <laughs> it's one I love it so. I mean, I love it. I it's one of my faves actually in the movie. And every time I've watched, but it I never knew life. what the correlation. Yeah, other than like the fact that he's like no, and he's like nine nine trying to get nine, it nine, done. Nine. <laughs> yeah. Um, I there's if you are a person who your favorite word in the German language is nine. This yes. movie is made for you. It's all the time. It's like yelling, <laughs> terrorists yelling nine at They didn't know much German, so they were just kind of throwing <laughs> yeah. out phrases. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't say schnell, uh, but <laughs> as much. Um, Achtung, baby. Achtung, exactly. Another thing I've truly probably never understood, and I tried doing research on it for the billionth time. So what they're trying to do is there's eight codes... I'll say too. It's I'll uh, not to complain, but it does seem weird that like there's eight codes. They say that they change them every morning. Yeah. But what the one code we see is just that the translation of one of the CEO's last names is red flag. So they just that's the code, and I'm like, you haven't used red flag yet. <laughs> like I'm just saying, I'm not much of a hacker, and I think I could have gotten there like maybe <laughs> right. in like twenty to forty minutes, but. Um, and then there's going to be a time lock. There's a magnetic lock that's going to come down like a mother. Uh, uh, and Hans is playing his cards close to the chest about it. And we end up finding out that that one is coming from you asked for a miracle. I give you the FBI. Because the FBI up. has those to. know nothing FBI's. Yeah, those dummies, because they follow the playbook, man. Yeah. They follow that playbook, and they're going to turn off the power, and that will shut off. And I, I, it's weird that there's no main generator, but I'll buy it. Yeah. Uh, Rick Dukeman from Burbs is mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. I can do it from that air. I can do it from that air. Fuck. I, of course, I went so long, I'd even remember what my point is I was yelling about there of what i was trying oh this is what it was so their ultimate plan is they're trying to steal 650 million dollars in negotiable bearer bonds (laughs) we have all talked about this over the many years many people have brought like this is what they're doing we don't no one i think really knows what a negotiable bearer bond is i certainly don't this is what i think it is when i looked up on wikipedia it's something they don't do anymore and, and I would love if there is an economist or someone who understands finance 
to maybe give us just a quick, like, send out a shout out to the Cannon Bros, either at the Gmail, cannoncannon at gmail.com, or send us a message to our Twitter. I think that they are essentially like if you bought a bond, like, which is like, we're giving the bank money. Yes. And, but the thing with negotiable bearer bonds, and I don't know why they would have done this, I think it's just like a way for businesses to have loopholes is anyone who holds it, you don't need the signature. So it is basically a bond, but you don't have to go through the process of going then through the signatures and banks. Because I think a normal bond, you need to have like, you can't just go in and just be like, give me the money from my bond. Like you have to actually like have a process and negotiable bearer bonds seem like a way that businesses could get around having unbelievable amounts of money. But it is legitimately like you're holding an actual like bill in your head or a check, I guess. Call and me it Donut because like, I'm glazing over. Yeah, that's the thing. Even <laughs> me reading it on Wikipedia, I was like, oh, uh, 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 but like, I... I think they stopped doing them because so many people were like stealing them and using them as like terrorist things. Yeah. Which makes sense. It feels like you tried to scam the government and then you're eventually going to get scammed too. Right. They're like, hey, that's our scam. Yeah. Not yours. We want to scam that scam. That's business for you. Yeah. Hey, ain't that business 101? That's business for you. (laughs) Um, uh, Mold wine always sounds disgusting. I'm just kind of looking Ugh. at my random notes yeah. all over the place. I will say, beautiful movie. The sky backdrop right at the beginning looks pretty rough. Like, it looks very fake in Nakatomi oh, yeah. Plaza. It's yeah, just so a... Tony Scott Golden Glow. Yes. <laughs> they have to. It's, it's the uh, in Gremlins 2 where they try to put the, the, fa- the fake facade of nighttime yeah. so yeah. the Gremlins will leave the building. Yeah. Um, Wait, uh, so one th- I want to mention one canon connection, or a couple. The canon Please. connection being like a group of terrorists, right? But I guess yep. they're robbers more. But the other one being uh, when uh, McLean has uh, the, the sweatsuit guy, and he goes, you're not going to shoot me. There are rules for policemen. Yes. And he goes, yeah, that's what my captain keeps telling me. <laughs> So it's like that whole thing of like, Cobra, baby. you've got rules. Yeah. yeah. I'll be out in the street in no time, pig. Yeah. Uh, or 10 to midnight. Yeah. End of the fucking 10 to midnight. Yes, it is. Uh, here's the thing I'll say about that scene. Because, I mean, that scene's amazing. But also, John McClane is a sociopath. Yes. Like, like t- to not only kind of give up <laughs> yes. the ghost. Like, he's doing a great job before that. He's stealing stuff. He's writing down their names. He's like finding ways to kind of play with them when he needs to. But he gives up the ghost on that he's a, a fly in the ointment very quick by this crazy move that is so complicated. It's like, so, it's psychotic, really. It is like to to set him up with the ho 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 in his own blood. <laughs> like when I think I thought about how my brother described it to me when I was like ten years old and how like it sounded cool. And if I heard that description now, I'd be like he Yikes. dipped his finger in the guy's own blood after he snapped his neck. Okay, and he's the hero. <laughs> he's who we're following, and then, and he knows also how to climb up and set up weird like elevator tricks. Like, Man, okay. that's part of the NYPD training. Perfect training, just so you know. Uh, his face also looks like Jack Nicholson in the Joker when he like tries to hit the button and the light hits him. He does like a. Oh yeah, there. It, I'll say. Bruce Willis's mouth work 
is insane in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> he like finds ways to always be like, or he's just like got the like O face or it yeah. like, just happens all the time. Um, uh, I also love when he first shows up and they get, you know, Argyle's like, well, here's my two questions for you. One. Yes. So Argyle says this is his first day. <laughs> right. Shouldn't he be going to get some other clients like on this first day? I think he was only supposed to be driving McLean. But yeah, because he said it's he was also go- Christmas Eve, but he should be driving. That's not, he, that's not a good driver right there. I thought he did say that he had to go pick up somebody else, but then they I thought he said he took it took the rest of the day off or something. I think you want to help out our guy. I don't think he says it. I think he's just like, here's I'm what we're going to do. with our guy, okay? <laughs> he's a good limo driver. He does what he needs to do. And he I did. Just, and he, he did, did, Jeff. He did do what he needs he to do. He stepped up. Did. He went up there and he rammed into that, that ambulance and then he punches him out. Takes Theo down. Um, you got any Christmas music? <laughs> This is that, that, Christmas that, oh, yeah, music. Yeah, that old like bah, white bah, guy kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but California, yeah, so, this guy's kissing me on the face. What the Cal- hell? Fucking California. <laughs> I mean, we say California to each other all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. It's just it seems uh, his boss should be calling him, trying to ask why are you in the basement of the Nakatomi Plaza, hanging out with a bear and drinking in the back. Yeah. Um, uh, but then also they've got that computer to check in. And I know that the purpose of it is so that he can learn that yeah. Holly is Gennaro and not McLean. But what a dick move on the security guy. Because it's not, he's not typing in his name to see if John McLean is on the list. Yeah. What, and I guess in theory it could be like, yes, she's with that party. But like his answer is, yeah, the 30th floor, where everyone is. Yeah. Okay. Why'd you make me go through these fucking Yeah, why hoops? did you make me sign in then? Yeah. And then you make me walk. I guess it has to be in the system of who the guest is. But I don't think he signs in. That's the thing. I think. He pushes a button that says Gennaro. Because he's looking for Holly, but he's not. he never puts his name in. It's only letting no. you know. Right. No, it's just I a guest think, of Holly. I think this is a computerized version of when he sees the board that. Han sees later and says Clay. Yeah, it might as well just be a list of names. I don't think he ever checks in himself. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. And then I'm he has to too walk. Much by- credit to the guard too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I'm friends with the guard. <laughs> he's a good man. He was a good man. <laughs> and then he's got to walk past Dennis Fraud's security guard, who's picking at <laughs> yeah. his nails. Gross guy. I love how this sets up everything though, because like a couple of things that are great. The Gennaro thing helps out later. Uh, the reason why he's barefoot because the guy gave him that advice. Like yeah. that's great too. But then also. It takes us through the steps of how you get into the building to the party. So then, like that way, they follow exact same steps later. Yeah. When they come in and shoot them, it's it's great. And yeah, when they gotta puck. roll that hockey puck, what is that <laughs> hockey puck, man? It's an explosive, dipshit. I is it a stun <laughs> grenade? I guess it makes. I think it, so. Yeah. It makes people go into this post. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, yeah, it gives you a cardiac arrest, and then you get to shoot them. <laughs> He immediately stabs himself with his uh, fingernail picker. 
Um, uh, yeah, fucking California. He's so pissy, too. He's, like, starting off angry. He's pissed he yeah. gets a cranberry and vodka or whatever that is. We know the type. <laughs> we know the guy. We know that fucking guy. And I do appreciate I guess I've, I, I mean, I've never completely... This is where I'll give IMDb trivia sometimes. Like, at least it makes me think in that way. I'm not sure I've ever thought about if I would say the descriptor that they say they came up with who his character was like halfway through the movie. Right. And that the idea is like, he's a guy who doesn't like himself that much. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, oh, right. Like, I never completely consider it in that way. But it does come. Like, he he's like you feel for him in the beginning only because like he's being a dick but he can't help himself. Yeah. Like he keeps trying to not be a dick, but he's just like such a dick. He's like, even the fact that he's like, but I guess you don't uh, miss my name when you're signing checks, huh? Right. Cause look, Frank, let's be honest. She's bringing in a little bit more money than uh, an NYPD officer. Please. I think that's the subtext, though. I because exactly because when she says, uh, "I," she yells at him like, "I know exactly what your idea of marriage is." Yeah, and it's like, yeah, it's like you stay at home, I make the money. Right, you're here, but she's a, a, a successful career woman who's taking care of her kids on her own. Yeah, in California, and she's doing a great job. And then she's like, "You want to hold me back?" Because I might not pride. completely understand what the Japanese uh, version of, like, you know, when she explains why she has to be, like, act like a single woman. But I get John yeah. McClane's. He's a dick. Like, he's, like, yeah. he's an NY cop. Like, he's a freaking prick in the specific way. Um, uh, Pearl Harbor didn't work out, so we got you with oh, tape yeah, that decks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a Rolex. My God. That is so... <laughs> Just what intense. The way he delivers that, yeah. yeah. Love it so much. Um, Well, go on, show him the way he says it. Yeah. Come on, what are you, embarrassed? It's a (laughs) Rolex. Um, Yeah, here come them trucks, baby. Uh, Holly's playing with that letter. We're still at the beginning of the movie. I know. We're going to move. We're jumping around. We're moving quick. Don't you worry. I will say, and as I say, we're going to move quick. This is uh, me going on a tangent slightly. I w- my wife is the one who gets angry about this, where when he says Ramona, but he means Pomona. Yes. She's like, it's still a city in California. Like, it's like it, it, he could live in Ramona. It's outside of San Diego. <laughs> I was like, and she's just like, I. Th- that's for some reason the, re- the point where my wife is like, Holly's being a dick here, too. They're all being dicks. They're just fighting yeah. with each other. <laughs> um, yeah, I miss you. Don't miss my name. Uh, uh, the shot of them pulling in right at the same time so beautiful uh yeah one kick to take down we went through all this stuff we went through, um yeah. uh ladies and gentlemen ladies and gentlemen <laughs> do the nakatomi corporation's legacy of greed around the globe they are about to be taught a true lesson in the real use of power you will be witnesses okay and now that we're done with that like he's so like he's just playing the part and i love it yeah. he's, i mean rickman is Unbelievable. Exquisite. Un- it's just exquisite in this. Transcendent uh, even. Um No, I really I really love Rickman in this. I mean, he's just incredible. He's always been incredible, but like this is like I mean, this is this is a a, a villain defining like I feel like after this the villains had to kind of have this kind of like Yeah. grandeur to them. Yeah. I also I can't think about when he's going through and talking about the 
the the accolades of the boss, you know, of Mr. like his, Takagi. Uh, yeah, his accomplishments that uh, it, I can't help but think of the Stella short, the Stella Die Hard parody. Yes, my God, nineteen Froggen Fugen, <laughs> and he has the baloney tape behind his back, and he throws it. So I have good. to watch that after I guess we stop doing this, man. That's look like it I, up, I, Stella. Yeah, I'm so glad it's a good reminder that YouTube. Look up. It's Michael Ian Black, David Wayne, Michael. I mean, I'll also say uh, we got to give that shout out to what is it, Die Hard Twenty Seven or whatever the Ben Stiller show one is. Yes, uh, and Taylor Negron, R.I.P. One yes. of the best, truly playing the Hans role is so good in it. It's like how can the same thing happen to the same guy ten times in a row or whatever it is. I, it's, so, it's so funny. Ben Stiller show is so dated and of its time, but like because of guys like us who lived during that time, it's yeah. still funny. It's still it, so good. Some of it still works really good. Really well, yeah. Um, when Takagi's head gets blown off is brutal. Oh, uh, yeah. Just, just goo against it. Uh, I love, again, the quiet things that happened that, that uh, they were betting on if he would talk or not. Carl and Theo. And, like, it took me a long time to understand that's what was going on. As a kid, I didn't pick up on that. Um. Uh, that is a cool model. Uh, wait, 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 go back to that. What was it? So, I, yeah, you might not. When he's like, I told you when Takagi won't give the code. Oh, yeah, because he was like, yeah, before there's before like, that. And, and yeah. that's just the fun part is then you could sit there thinking they had a conversation. Yep. Saying there's no way he's going to give in. I bet you I he will that. give in. Yep. And they bet 20 bucks or 100 bucks, whatever it was on it. Yeah. Um, That's a I think it's a Frank Lloyd Wright model, that bridge. Uh, it's a very cool looking bridge. Right. He really yes. does. Um, yeah. What kind of terrorists are you who said we're terrorists? Great fucking line. Um, I love, uh, oh yeah. Think God damn it. Think me and my wife make that face all the time. Just so like, <laughs> <laughs> just a tight chin. Is that a Bruce, uh, Willis scar or a John McClane scar? Do we know on his I arm? I have no idea. There's a one big, I always stare at it, but I always mean to look up. Uh, if that's a Zach, yeah, star. Uh, that's what my captain keeps telling me. Ridiculous. Yeah, um, yeah. No shoes. Great move. John's a psychopath. <laughs> I love. Uh, uh, I love the look on when they find out that the de- the guy is dead, the brother, and then he's yes. like, "Stick to the plan." He's like, "What if he alters it?" He goes yeah. like, eh, "Okay, <laughs> all right." Uh, I love when he says bag it. I don't know why. It's just so funny to me when he says yeah. bag it big time for those Twinkies. Love um, it. Well, yeah, because like that whole interaction is confusing to me, but it, I get a under like a subtext of like a little bit of like uh, L.A. racism there or it some seems kind like of, it, but or, then they love each other at the yeah, end. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a it's a combative like <laughs> it's almost yeah. a will they won't they right No, <laughs> I mean, it's very will they won't they. I mean, they were the same <laughs> a diet of our generation. Yes, those exactly. Guys. <laughs> Powell it's more. Me. It's not just about the Twinkies and the 7 a.m. employee or whatever that store is. A, oh, a.m. p.m. A.m. Yeah. p.m. Yes. Uh, <laughs> 7 a.m. I'm going to guess half of those Twinkies are for Powell and half of those are for Mrs. Powell. Uh, you know, yeah. that's a lot of Twinkies. Look, I mean, look, look, when my wife was pregnant, it was pretty glorious for me, a, a real junk belly to be like, oh, yeah, let's go to let's go to Wendy's. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Man, my wife was not psyched when there was that one visit where they're like, well, you're not supposed to eat like that much. Yeah. Like, and I was like, what? 
<laughs> like, what's the point of this? <laughs> what the fuck, man? Yeah. And then she got obsessed with persimmons. So I was like, all right, that's good. That Ooh. one will work. Um, uh, I like picturing, too, when he does the drive around and then ends up getting knocked out. The car gets dropped down. And he yeah. opens the door and all those Twinkies were open. <laughs> yeah. Was he just eating them all? And I don't know. But that's such a... Are the, the bags just popped? Uh, but the 911 employees are dicks, too, just to say. That... Okay. So I want to... Well, before that... Ghostbusters relation. He was in Ghostbusters as a cop in New York City, and also Twinkies, Ghostbusters, William Atherton. But the other thing I want to say is, so it almost felt like, these dumb broads, don't they get it? God, we're in trouble, but these dumb broads are trying to use their power. Also, that random scene where he looks down at the window, there's that lady in sexly negligee. Yeah. And that feels like Joel Silver. He's like, yeah. got to have some tits in here. That's why we got to have that 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 lady being uh, taken out with uh, her bare lady breast. being taken out with Vigo And that random him. shot of just yeah. a lady in front of her giant city window. Because in theory, city window. it gives him... And uh, realizing he should call the cops, like it doesn't make sense. It I doesn't. think he's probably looking around to see whose attention he could. Because I thought maybe he would be like, "Oh yeah, I could get her attention. Yep. You know, maybe flirt a little bit." Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think one of the sweatiest one-liners in this is now I know what a TV dinner feels like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but iconic shot, yeah. iconic shot, like so well lit, so well done. It's such a like. Him getting that that the moment that that lighter comes on and the way it's lit and that yeah. whole scene is just iconic. It's so good. Come out to the coast, have a few laughs. That's fucking beautiful. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love that they have Rambo and Schwarzenegger references in it yep. just to like stick oh. it to them. Um, uh, I love, uh, I love the SWAT dudes. Who get pricked by the roses? <laughs> yes, just to show that the even the SWAT team are a bunch of weakling dope. Yeah, everybody is just. There's that one guy, but it's uh, fun because one... it makes fun of the machismo of cops. That's exactly. why this movie also works. Is that it's not like totally like pro cop at all. No, it's 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 totally it's does such a good job of almost a satire of masculinity of what like you know this is what gets it done when really yeah. it was just like no just like this simple new york cop yeah against the odds against uh hubris he's flawed but he keeps his his head grounded because he knows what the stakes are and he knows what he has to do as opposed to being like only i can do this he's running he's running away he's hiding because he has to figure out his next move he's trying to think yeah. and he's not just going in guns blazing hit most of his, his a lot of his moves are like either not as aggressive as you would imagine or they're like not as thought out too that's no. the other part too yeah. like throwing the c4 on the computer down the elevator shaft hardly makes sense no but like, he's just like i don't know i'm gonna try to do this and like yeah. it's just it's flawed it's flawed while everybody else thinks no i have the but answer the SWAT guys like i got this fbi yeah. guys like i got this like william yep. or uh william atherton that thinks yep. he knows what he's got to cover uh uh the the, the terrorist chief thinks he yeah. knows what he's got to do i say all the time send in the car send I in love the that. car 
that freaking thing. But it's so amazing good. that they planned for it. They yeah. got missile to gr- ground missiles. Another thing that I love about this movie, again, like, again, kind of criticizing the LAPD. Why do you need this fucking car? This is a thing that yeah. we talk about every single election cycle of being like, stop funding this shit. We don't yeah. need it. We don't need a fucking tank in LA. But like, whatever. Anyway, I, I love that part of it. Uh, that one of the the cop guys or the FBI guys looks like Lauren Michaels in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed that, and I know exactly who you're talking about. Yep. And it's killing me because he's in another movie that I feel like we watched, and I was like, the guy who keeps running up to the guy. Um, uh, I love. I mean, the pulling the glass out of the feet. That's great. Like the shoot the glass. Yeah. It's just so good. He remembers like, that. Yeah. Also the works. shot where the shot where they're going around uh Ellis and you see through the bullet holes. Yeah. That so is good. A That's great... like through his head. Yeah. Oh, another great Ellis moment is so funny. Gotta be an improvise that he they're going and he's walking down all of the Japanese CEOs. And Ellis gives a head shake like, no, I'm not Mr. Takagi. And you're like, yeah, no shit. No shit, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I love when they open the vault that like wind is blowing out from it. <laughs> Merry <laughs> Christmas. It's just beautiful. Um, I don't really know why they don't leave them in the box. They're opening the the they're open those very uh, bearer bonds. But in some ways, I was like, Keep them in the protective case. Yeah, man. what are you they're doing? Gonna, what are you doing? They're going to get all over the place. They're going to fly all over the place at the yeah. end when the thing blows up. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, that 80s phone, I was just seeing oh, it in yeah. a book. That's the brick, they called mm-hmm. it. That thing cost four grand then. That's like, ni- so the FBI's got a $9,000 now phone that they're wow. walking around. Makes sense. In. Yeah, I mean, of course, more money spent on d- dumb shit. Um, uh. I will say my only around the time that Hans does the fake accent and yeah. acts as Clay is one of the only kind of like slowed down maybe too much sections of the movie. It's, it takes a long time. Yeah. But I kind of like where it gets to with the like, oops. Yeah. yeah. I like, that's the thing. I like where it, but it's like that and like a little bit of the stuff around just feels like a it little. It lags a bit. Yeah. yeah, I just I forget that that's part of the movie. The rest of it is so ingrained, and then I'm like, oh right here, this is usually where I maybe will go, especially because it's Christmas. Honestly, yeah, that's the part where I'm like, do we have any more of those uh, cinnamon rolls? <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, do you need anything? <laughs> yeah, I just will go leave. Um, uh, I, I always forget every year that this is two hours long too. It's a long movie, or over too. two hours. Yeah. yeah, it's no joke. Um, I never trust that knot that McLean puts around himself with that fire no. hose. It does yeah. not look anywhere close to holding anything. It's immediately me it, out. the way that I tie knots, it would have like if I would have jumped on that, it would have like immediately just come loose <laughs> and I would have fallen off that building. It's, it's amazing that you and I share some of these things where it's just like, how old are we that I still just can't really tie a knot? I just like yeah. there's just random things I just never decided to pick up on. <laughs> but my God. Um uh, I, yeah, it is weird. 
I mean, but it's also such an 88 plot that, like, you know, a big chunk of this movie is that him and Powell bond, but Powell's a desk jockey mm-hmm. uh, because he shot a kid. Yeah. It was dark. He had a taser. I didn't know. But, yeah, I mean, when has that ever really stopped an L.A. cop? I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, I mean just... if you look at it with the lens of now. Yeah. I mean, also, even then, too. Yeah. yeah. And uh, when has that ever stopped an L.A. cop from pulling a gun again, if they can? Nope. Like, they, no. If anything, <laughs> they can't wait to pick it back up and go somewhere else. All of a sudden, they're in Georgia killing somebody else that uh, they claim yeah. to have felt threatened by. Exactly. And look, I, I love that part of, like, I love that at the end, there's like five endings. Yeah. <laughs> like, truly, it's just like, oh, you thought it was over? Now we're going to punch out William Atherton. And now, uh, what's his name? Carl is back, and we're, he's going to get shot by Paul. And now Argyle's yeah. pulling up. And now, but love like, it. it is like, it's both like, you know, Paul and McLean's relationship is so charming. Yeah. But also, and it is charming that he saves him. But you yep. are also just like great, like we got a cop to start shooting again. <laughs> like it's like it's just like okay, maybe that's the one thing I can't celebrate here. <laughs> but it's I mean, look, it's Carl Winslow. But it's Carl Winslow. It's baby. Carl Winslow. We love Carl Winslow. Man. The kitty shot was Urkel. Who I forgot who said that. If only Urkel came running out. Oh, there was man. like some kind of like thing where saying like he started as a cop in New York city and ghostbusters. Yeah. Then he moved to Chicago, uh, where he became a cop and then he shot Urkel on accident. And because of that, he went to LA to get away. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like that cop. You were just talking about go to Georgia. You got to yep, keep exactly. things. <laughs> um, I will say just on a quick aside, I might've said this before, but did you, has your, uh, kid gotten into Urkel? No. Okay. It uh, is... She hasn't seen Urkel yet. I, the closest thing is Blippy. Watch out. <laughs> Guess who Scooby-Doo? Urkel shows up. Oh. As one. Harry your son is, is all so about funny. And then I talked about it to my buddy, and he's like, my daughter loves Urkel. She's like eight or ten. Get like, those Urkelos. Man. Like, he's she's got a doll, and then I'm like, he just keeps... Wow. And like... I would say it was like a couple days after he was just like wandering around. He just started laughing. He's like, that Urkel's really funny. And I was like, Got oh, any man. cheese? And it'll drive you nuts because I want you to watch it, but I don't want to infect your family with it. But like, <laughs> again, I might have said this on an earlier episode. His voice has changed. So you're listening to it. You're like, it doesn't even oh, it doesn't sound, sound right. It sounds like some crazy simulacra of did I do that? Did you want to uh, hear uh, my impression of Practical Urkel? I would love to hear Practical Urkel. Excuse me. Did I do that? <laughs> that would be if Urkel is saying Ah, uh, Steve Urkel. No, he would be smooth, dude. You don't know. Nah, nah. He He'd wouldn't be, say it like that. He'd say it a lot more There'd smoother. be like Keith Sweat music in the background while he's saying Or uh, <laughs> Blue Swee, his other his, uh, karate persona. Oh, boy. My God. Oh, so glad that that was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. What? Yeah. How did that even happen? Because Harriet was that likable. I mean, I, that is what I was trying to like. My wife, like, what she was asking, because I went off on a tangent about see about spinoffs, and she's like, "How do those happen?" Yeah. And I was like, "I think they happen in different ways. I think one, so if you many got, different ways. you know, the, uh, something's popular, but like, if a character is a breakout character, then they've mm-hmm. and." 
I'm guessing and not knowing, I was like, Family Matters was probably a show that existed before. And they were like, I don't know if they created around her, but it's like, uh, it's like broad enough that like it could have been anyone. It's just like fill in the characters, right? Um, and then Urkel takes over. That's right. I only call him an Urkel now. <laughs> Urkel. Um, but either way, uh, yeah. I mean, also, I mean, this shot wise, it's always beautiful seeing those far away shots where they're blowing yeah. up stuff in real time. They weren't so doing good. it. I can't believe that. I I mean, if you're a neighbor in that neighborhood, I mean, like, oh my god, terrifying. Because I'm guessing. Not enough warning no, to the neighbors. And absolutely not. With not. They probably, especially in the 80s, no. We're in an industry town, and they still don't give enough warning. So it's like every once in a while, you're like, cop or movie? Like, yep. you know, cop or am I listening to Chris Martin from Coldplay screaming at me from the <laughs> Rose Bowl? God damn you, you bastard. Um, but yeah, he gets down to two bullets. It's got to be so hard to fucking put that packing tape on your back. Yeah, I can't even scratch my back. Honestly, like I'm. Maybe he used the wall, (laughs) like a bear or something. (laughs) Like the bear, like the TV show, the bear. He exactly Jeremy Strong. Um, uh, it was shocking that Nate Smith reached out. I love him to death, but he's like, I've never heard. I just realized that that awesome hardcore song from the Bear is this band refused. And I was like, wait, really? <laughs> yeah, I know. Sometimes things. How are you over. in 2023, the I year know. of our Lord, and this... never heard of New Noise by Refuse when it's been used in every single thing? Been overused in many things over and over. I mean, but there. that video still rules. So it's a good video. Um, uh, I love the way Han says, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> what is it you say? <laughs> so good. <laughs> Um, again, I say it one more time. It is amazing that I know he dies from a freaking bullet right in the brain, but that the security guard is the one who lasts the longest. Yeah. <laughs> like, what a sweet gig. Who fucking did you have to like, you know help out to get that gig? Um, last man standing. Last man standing, baby. Um, I love that. I forgot that in my first Sketch 101 class that I was in, or no, in the, the show we did for our level six class, I think our first show we had a Oscars theme show. So in the in memoriam, Hans Gruber is in the in memoriam <laughs> because With I like him falling to, down in slow yeah. motion. I think I remember that. Yeah. yeah, and I'm pretty sure right after that, the joke yeah, was actually. we had Stonewall Jackson, and, we, and it was that he died from cowardice. <laughs> Didn't even make <laughs> sense completely. But I mean, this is where we were. This is where I was starting my UCB career was with these style of jokes. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Um, I uh, Hans dying from a Rolex. What a great way Beautiful. to connect it all. Yeah. Beautiful. Exa- again, they they just plant these little things, and it, it's kind of amazing to me that this a lot of this was kind of on the fly, yeah, being rewritten and improvised and all this other stuff, and yet it all feels like it's so perfectly planned and paced yeah. to have these payoffs. Because you know, again, we've done enough improv stuff that it's like it doesn't sometimes sound like, no. it, like it was planned ahead of time. That's <laughs> right, the goal. Yeah. But even sometimes I'll listen to a Hawk episode. I'm like, ooh, that section we got a little yelling over each other. Like, uh, that didn't, right. like that person didn't hear that or this. Or like, I mean, this is a movie where there's so much money. Like in so and like in so many voices, like it's it's shocking when it can work this well. Yeah. Uh, I'll also say it's shocking how 
high that fall is that that stuntman did. Like, it cuts perfectly to, like, I'm imagining there is a combination of inflatable mattress slash cardboard boxes there, whatever it but, is. Yikesy, but like, yikesy. It, you think it's, like, going to be done, and it just keeps falling, and it stresses me out mm-hmm. almost as much as the amount of blood that gets on Holly Gennaro when she's making out with John McClane at the I end. I know. <laughs> just all over that heaving bosom that they made pop out <laughs> that my <laughs> wife will point out again when we watched it at Christmas. Um, yeah, it's very cute when him and Paul meet, and, uh, yeah, I get it's just one more time just to reiterate it's not as rough as like a movie that I do like, but I've said before the end of Hateful Eight that it's like they decided to solve racism with misogyny. Right. <laughs> but like that they solved the problem by having a cop decide to be violent again is maybe mm-hmm. not the best solution, but he's got that bloodthirst back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Watch out, kids with laser guns. Powell right. is on the patrol now. But luckily, there's five cartoon endings to happen after that to make you just be like, whatever. And then they get in the limo. There, I mean, that the the exact end is the part that feels the most the last action hero to me. Yeah, because it's hard to even in all of my suspension of disbelief, not think. Well, you still got to go talk to the cops. Exactly. <laughs> Where you're like, no, you're not going to go off in a limbo, perfectly lit, kissing each other. To the tune of let it snow. Like, yes. like the guy from the Breakfast Club might be an asshole, but you still got to go, like, give a report. I mean, there's a helicopter of FBI agents that got murdered. A helicopter of <laughs> FBI are dead. Yeah. Johnson and Johnson, no more. Robert LAPD <laughs> driving the tank, Ed. They're dead. LAPD, yes, they are dead. The other ones might be rolling around in that weird, oh, God, we got shot sort of way. But, yes, and uh, you got to at least give a paper record. I know things are different in New York. You got a six-month backlog of bad guys you got to put away. But, but baby, that ain't fun. That ain't Jeff, fun. That ain't fun. I don't want to see that. Let our hero ride off into the night. It's that night and go bone his wife in the guest bedroom. Hell <laughs> Made up yes. by Holly Gennaro's oppressed uh, <laughs> uh, maid, who's <laughs> like, great that she's that thinking ahead. Yeah. But yeah, like we got to watch her get threatened for, that for uh, INS. The INS thing always oh like... But so even gross. the fact that, like, I will say, with Holly being kind of a dick, like, she does not say goodbye to her when she's like, what no, would I do without you? you? Or, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Just like your, Jesus. Yeah. Welcome to L.A. Huh? Holly. Uh, <laughs> maybe a little bit more Holly during this holiday season. Yes. That being said, my God. Never, never stops being great. No, that's my tagline. It's an incredible movie. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite films of all time. Yeah, I never get sick of it. Yeah, it's 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 amazing in every regard, even with its flaws. And even those flaws are like few and far between. Yeah, like I mean, like I could in like some of my other favorite movies, I could really point to a ton of flaws in them. But this one, you're working hard hard to pick them apart. Yeah, I'm die hard pressed. 
Oh, we talked about where if we started a, before we recorded this, we were joking that we'd start a diehard podcast uh, called yeah. uh, uh, was it uh, the hard questions? The hard questions. Was that it? What did I no, say? No, we I can't had remember. something else. God damn it! Oh wait, uh, the 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 hard talk or something like that. Yeah, because we could do it. We could just yeah. keep talking and talking and talking on it, but we can't because it's the holidays. No. If you're listening to this, and we got to go eat some buns and put up our trees and yeah, and get some bearer bonds for you know, and we got to go rate this thing. Because also, this, yeah, I'm gonna be in Ireland. Oh, you're gonna go to Ireland then. I'm gonna be in Ireland. The people who used to live in my uh, uh, the place I live now, they uh, they moved there, and then they they're coming back for the holiday. They're like, you want to do a house swap? Oh, that's fun. I didn't know that. That's great, man. Yeah, I'm excited so to hear that for you. Yeah, uh, it broke us it, uh, financially, but <laughs> of course, what doesn't these days? You know, yeah. I mean, but we yeah. had to make it work. We're like, we can't pass this up. Yeah, so. exactly. Uh, well, I mean, then, then let's let's give you something to think about while you're in Ireland, but don't think about too long because I want your answer now. Because <laughs> Frank, this is where we got to give our canon rating, and as you know, this is where we rate this movie on one to ten canons. That's not how good or bad it is. Mm-mm, God, you no. know how we believe we we, you know. we think about how good it is. Come on, but this is how canon it is. One to ten canon logos, and it's great. But I think I know I'm going to be going probably low me but too frank where are you going on this canon logos i'm a solid three yeah just because it's got enough of the elements the framework and the the like again like quote unquote terrorists um uh you know a, an action hero a bronson type i mean yeah. especially with the sociopathic psychopathic yes. nature um it's got enough of like these elements in there that have canon touchstones, but the execution, no shade to canon, but it's just more than apples and oranges. It's yeah. apples and gold bars. I'm sorry, but you know, it's apples and Toblerones, baby. Cause I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Speaking of those airports, yeah, I mean, it is, uh, I could see a version where Joe Zito directs this. Yeah. Yeah, and it yeah, would, absolutely. And honestly, it would be awesome in a completely different way. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is this is this is McTiernan, baby. This is Dabomp, baby. This, this is, is Joel Silver, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is silver silver spinning gold, and this is top Tiernan. Top Tiernan silver spoons, baby. This is just <laughs> Another but gold, but yeah, it's it's uh, a three cannon, but a ten in our hearts yeah. for how good it is. So good, love it. So glad we got to talk about Die Hard. Happy holidays, buddy. Happy holidays to you, Jeff. And on that happy holiday, Frank, tell people where they can give us a happy holiday by reaching out and supporting. Oh, oh, you can go to X Twitter. Or Instagram or Blue Sky at the Canon Canon Second Canon. Oh man, I'm tripping up. I got to, I, you know, sometimes this happens. Yeah. Anyway, Second Canon is one end. Thank you for your patience. And speaking of patience, but not really, but uh, go support us. This is the holiday season. Go check out the Patreon, patreon.com. Leave reviews. Can. Oh, leave reviews too. Tell your friends. Uh, you know, do et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, go to that Patreon and and just let us know that you're you're enjoying this, and yeah, enjoy them holidays. 
Enjoy that die hard. But until the next episode, I'm Jeff Garlock. And I'm Frank Garcia. Ho, 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 hell. This is The, the Cannon. Cannon. Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. Cowboy. Oh,